What's up, sports fans, and welcome to the Goshen Sports Podcast with uh, myself, Evan Leepak. I am doing the intro today. Austin got a little sick of it, I guess, so he's making me do it. So, welcome to the show. Glad to have you all listening. Uh, We got a jam-packed podcast today because it's getting very busy. We got a lot of sectionals, a lot of postseason stuff going on, a lot of regular seasons wrapping up. How are you feeling, Austin? Are you excited? Oh, very much excited. Thank you. That's a great intro. I don't know. You should do it more often, man. I mean, I guess we can uh, go back and forth, alternate weeks. Yeah, I don't know. I'll depend. It depends on how I'm feeling. You know, my ego. You know, being the sports editor, it's it's very big. You gotta gotta be in control. You know, all the time. So we'll see. But that was good. I'll give it like a solid six. You know, <laughs> six out of ten. You know, I don't little know. little. Uh, you forgot to say Goshen News Sports Podcast. I know. So that's Goshen a that's a minus podcast. one. We're not a Goshen just. Goshen. I could have said I was going to say Goshen Sports Podcast at the Goshen News. Whoa, a lot of words. Could have said that. A lot of Goshen News. That words didn't sound there. good either. Um, you got to so. say you're the sports reporter. I'm sports editor. You got to make sure you know the power dynamics are established here in this it was podcast. First one, man. I know, I know, and I put you on the spot kind of to do it, so you didn't have time to write it down. I think it could have been way worse. It could have been a lot worse. (laughs) You could have been like, uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, I could have been really, like, quiet and stuff. Wow, yeah, wow. Um, Wow. Yeah, you know what? 6.5, 6.5, I've changed my mind. How about a 7, can it pass? Yeah, 7, yeah, you you, you got a degree, you got your degree, you got a C. C's get degrees. You got a C, okay, Uh, good stuff, man. Um, do you want to kick us kick off the first uh, little little segment we want to talk about? NLC baseball. Want to run I mean, down Monday's results and uh, want to chat it up? Monday's results. Well, Monday's results. Do you have them? I have them. I'll I'll, I'll run them down if you want me to. Why do you have Monday's results? Because it happened Monday. You wrote them down. Northwood beat Plymouth eighteen to six, and Northridge beat North- Mishawaka three to two. NLC baseball. So we're going into Wednesday. The last day of uh, NLC baseball games, with uh, Northwood at ten and three in conference play, and Northridge at nine and four. Oh, so that's the big discussion here. Yeah, because last week Northridge was in front, right? And we're like, okay, right. With Northridge's schedule, they'll probably win. You know, they 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 have right. the advantage here. Northwood's good, right? But Northridge probably has right. the advantage here. But right. then Northridge goes and loses to Wawasee in twelve innings. Right, one nothing. Twelve innings. Right. Carter Gilbert strikes out 17 batters in seven innings and gets a no decision out of it. That's it's incredibly bad luck, you know, in baseball, right. in the baseball world. And then they lose to Warsaw on Friday, which lets Northwood take the division or the conference lead. So Northwood went ahead and beat Mishawaka twice, and then they also beat Plymouth on Monday. Yes. Mm-hmm. I forgot they who be, they beat. They beat an NLC team. They beat – then they beat – Wawasi, or is that they softball? Beat, uh, I forgot who they Nothing beat on Friday. I apologize to the Northwood faithful that I forgot who they beat in baseball on Friday. Or no, they beat Mishawaka twice on Friday. I forgot who they beat last Wednesday. Um, the same day Northridge lost to Wawasi. I forgot who Northwood beat that night. So right. I apologize. Either way. Anyway, Northwood is still 10-3 and three in the conference. Two losses to Northridge. Northridge swept Northwood, but Wawasi beat... Northridge twice, and then Northridge has also lost games to Plymouth and Warsaw. Uh, so that sets the stage for Wednesday, where we have Northwood hosting Goshen and Northridge hosting Plymouth in the final NLC games for all the teams. 
Uh, if Northwood wins, they win the outright conference championship, I believe, for the first time since 2018. Um, it's my favorite thing to say. Don't sleep on Goshen. Don't sleep on Goshen. Hey, they're decent. 14-11, one three out of four. Right. They have a lot of fun with it. Lost, they always play really loose. Lost a tough one Monday to Wawasee, but Wawasee's a, a solid team as well this year. Uh, the middle of the NLC, man, they could anyone could beat anyone there. You know, Goshen, Plymouth, Wallacee, all kind of there. Seven, six, six, seven. Range. Right, they're all kind of in that bunch, and they're all above five hundred overall. So you know, they're kind of decent teams. So uh, you never know. You know, it, it could decent teams. <laughs> could, it could happen. I mean, I would I say they're good teams, but Northridge and Northwood are really good teams. Okay, so well, that's, that's semantics. That's the tier there. We're getting semantical with the, uh, the use of words at this point, but I'm gonna but what's, go. What's the deal with Northridge? I don't get it. They play Baseball. down. The, they it play down like their they, competition. Right. It feels they, like they play uh, the level. Or, and I'm not saying you know Wawasee is bad. They haven't. Northridge doesn't have a bad loss necessarily on the record, but like you lose the games to Wawasee and Warsaw and Plymouth, and it's like mm, those are games you probably should win. Like they haven't. They went two and zero against Northwood. They crushed Goshen twice. Um, so it's kind of like kind of bizarre to be like, wow, they've lost a couple of these games to teams that traditionally they beat, you know. Mishawaka, they only beat them by a run the right. last night, right? Right, Mishawaka's last in the NLC, and it took eight innings to beat them. So, um, I don't know. It's They're a weird team, but then you see them beat Penn. Without their best pitcher. Right, they didn't pitch Gilbert, and they beat Penn. So, That's you know. what I'm saying. They put it all together, they get that consistency up. Mm-hmm. They could obviously win the sectional, maybe right. do some damage in the regionals. Right. So that that, sectional, if they that, do that sectional next week with them, Penn, and Elkhart is really interesting. Warsaw's also kind of lurking there, so is Goshen. Um, you know, there's a couple solid teams as well. Concord, you know, they've been trending downward as of late, but they still have a top-end pitcher in Swinehart, so that that they're never out of it because of that guy, if he pitches. Um, yeah, they're just dealing with some – they only had ten players dressed the game I went to Friday against yeah. Goshen. Yeah, so that hard didn't to, help. hard to win, you know, when you got that few players, right? So, yeah. you know, they're they're struggling a little bit, but man, that sectional feels pretty wide open at the baseball side. But you know, Northwood, like we said, Northwood baseball, sixteen and six, ten and three in the conference. They can, they could win it outright on Wednesday. So. Should be interesting. Should be a fun day of uh, NLC baseball. We will have uh, Steve Crow there covering it, and uh, I'll swing by and take some photos. I'll also be at Northwood covering tennis sectional. So they're right next to each other. So shoot some tennis, go shoot some baseball, come back to the tennis. It's going to be a fun little day for yours truly on Wednesday. So I think every day for like the next three weeks are going to be fun little days for <laughs> they're you. They're all fun little days. Even the off days are fun little days. So, um, so yeah. Uh, NLC baseball and softball they're coming down to the final weeks here of the season and uh, the NLC softball race we're going to transition to softball uh, it feels pretty, pretty feels pretty much smooth done smooth transition feels feels done feels done it, it's still not officially over it's probably done Northridge clinched a share of the Northern Lakes Conference title Monday night by beating Mishawaka 8-0 and uh, they are now 12-1 and in conference games 20 Two and one overall, not twenty-two and one. Twenty-two-one. Yeah, do that pause. Yeah, yep. I have they, to make sure to do the pause tie. right now because it's twenty wins, two losses, one tie to Angola because it rained. You know, it was a like two to two game after one inning and it downpoured. 
Which they called innings. it a draw. So. Sometime in the third. But, I mean, it was raining Whatever. like crazy. They shouldn't have started anyway, in right. my opinion. Because, like, <laughs> we were there. We were both yeah, there. Yeah, I remember uh, how the weather was. So. Yep. And we got an SM House afterwards to celebrate. So, that you know, there's good and bad and everything. That fried chicken is elite. <laughs> it's very good. It is. It's very good fried <laughs> chicken. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, Northridge, you know, they, they lost to Mishawaka last week. one nothing. Come back. Beat them 8 nothing. They're in the lead of the conference. They have one conference game left at Plymouth Wednesday. Plymouth is 0-13 in the NLC. Um, uh, if Northridge beats Plymouth, it'll be their first outright conference championship in the five years under Ray Caples. Uh, they shared it in 2017, finished second in 18-19, and 19, and then obviously didn't have a season last year. Right. So What did he... Uh... What did Caples kind of say about after the game yesterday? Because obviously you lose the Mishawaka one nothing, mm-hmm. and then you beat him eight nothing. What mm-hmm. what did he have to say about? Yeah, he that? said that. Uh, he said that you know the way that they have handled themselves since that Mishawaka loss is kind of like indicative of like what this team really is. He he said that you know you know a lesser team might have just rolled over and died basically after that one nothing Mishawaka loss where they give up one hit. The whole game, and it was a two-out RBI single in the bottom of the sixth, right? So, like, they were in the in it the whole way, and, you know, just kind of unlucky bounces, you know, one or two go against them, and they lose, right? right. And, you know, that could deflate a team, especially the high school level, you know? Um, but they came back, right back, right? They beat Warsaw on Friday. It was a big win for them to stay in the conference race. Got a little, got a little help. Concord beat Mishawaka. Right, so that helped them open the door back up, and then Northridge, you know, slammed the door shut on Mishawaka Monday. So he said it's kind of just indicative of what this team is, you know, what the resolve is of this team essentially. Um, so, look, this is a this is a team, you know, a program two years ago that played in the regional against Penn and got crushed. I mean, it wasn't even close. I, I don't remember what the final score was, but I think it was like you know, like fifteen nothing. It felt like at least. Um, it was this, probably like six nothing. No, like, no, it really it was. It was a double like a digit. It was a double blowout. digit. It was a double digit loss. I know that much. Um, but this feels different this year. Like this team feels legit. You watch them play. You've seen them play four or five times. That, Monday was actually my first time seeing them play in person. Northridge softball. Yeah, I hadn't seen them all year. Just happened that I did I'm not like the see beat them. Rider for them. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> I, you know, but. Uh, Man, they, they bunt well, they hit for power well, they run well. Madison Weiner got her 100th career steal uh, in the win against Mishawaka. Like, they're fast, and they're on their home turf, which literally turf, you know, that's a big factor for them because they played on it all year. Um, I could hear some of the Mishawaka coaches talking about it yesterday. Even something like the pitching mound, you know, isn't, you know, dug in enough, so pitchers have a hard time pushing off that mound when you're pitching in softball. So that's something that Northridge knows how to kind of work around. And like other teams have only played on it once, maybe twice max, right? So it's a little harder for them to work around that, get used to that. So it's a huge advantage, yeah, huge thinking, advantage for Northridge. If you look back at the beginning of the season, if you look, if you look at what Fairfield has done now, nineteen and three, right? They lost like eighteen, 18 to one. Yeah, eighteen. <laughs> so. The Fairfield Falcons are the second best team we cover, softball wise. It may be. Uh, I don't know about overall, but definitely second best softball team for sure. And they looked completely lost playing Northridge 
that second game of the season. It's the turf, bro. They have only lost two games since. It's insane. Um, it might be the turf. Well, Fairfield doesn't have to play Northridge in the postseason, so that's good for them, I guess. Um, that is. Yeah. So They can worry about their own sectional. Right. Northridge, you know, softball, should wrap everything up Wednesday. Obviously, you don't want to get too ahead of yourself. Because you know, Plymouth somehow miraculously I mean, wins. Right. I think I joked with Ray Caples, the coach, after – the game Monday, I was like, I think I'll sell my apartment if you guys lose to Plymouth. Like, there's no way it's going to happen, I think. Going to have to sell a lampshade. I know, my bearded dragon, man. She's probably <laughs> worth, what, 100 bucks at this point? So I don't know, man. you got to beef her up a little bit. Then she'll be worth 100 yeah, bucks. <laughs> something like that. Something like that. Uh, speaking of Fairfield uh, softball, here's another transition. How about that? Um, they are going for the NECC championship this week. They have two conference games left. Uh, tonight, Tuesday night against Westview. Thursday at home against West Noble. Uh, Westview beat Fairfield two weeks ago in the NECC tournament semifinals, one to nothing. They scored a run on like an RBI single, two out RBI single in the first inning, and that was it. Um, Ant- Alexis Antel pitched, you know, lights out as always, and so uh, should be a good game. You're going to be at that one. Should be a fun, fun matchup between Fairfield and Westview. It'll be tonight, mm-hmm. but obviously, I mean, obviously we'll know it's going to happen tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, you know, it was a very close game the first time. Obviously, I'm assuming Alexis Antel will be in the circle for such a game because mm-hmm. otherwise Westview has issues, you know, winning games without her. Yeah. They just the way it is. Lost to Jimtown 24-6 to when they didn't pitch Antel, so... There's, there's might not be a more valuable player in the area from our coverage area than Alexis Antel for Westview. Yeah. Abby Hosteller's close. Right. But, yeah. And Casey, Casey Click for West Noble as well. Yeah. Because they haven't had her fully healthy pitching the last couple of weeks, and West Noble has lost like five of seven. So they're kind of struggling here. Six of eight when I looked. Well, whatever. It's, it's six of eight. Six of eight, <laughs> five of seven. Whatever, man. But yeah, so yeah. you you heard through the grapevine that she's been out with an injury, and they're yeah. trying to rest her. So right, hopefully, you know, for their sake, that they can get her back in time for the sectional, and right. they can maybe win some games she's, because of that. Right, West Noble is kind of struggling a little bit to the finish line here of the regular season. But like people forget, they were ranked in the top ten of the Class Three A poll when Click was fully healthy. So like this is a team when they're clicking, no pun intended. Um, they are. That was that was intended. No, that was definitely not intended. I swear to God, right hand to God, that was not intended. Um, uh, when they are, uh, you know, fully working well, well-oiled machine, they are very good, um, and they are the favorite in that sectional probably still. Northwood has kind of sputtered a little bit in the last month. Wallace is not great. Lakeland's not that great. Jimtown. I don't know what Jimtown softball is really right now. So, like, I, in in theory, like, West Oval should still probably win their sectional, like that sectional over there at Jimtown. But, you know, they're struggling right now. But that's fine. As, as long as they're healthy, you, you got to get to May 24th, man. You got to get to May 24th, right? <laughs> like, that's kind of what every team matter. is. Yeah, it doesn't like, matter yet. I know Fairfield, you know, they're going to want to win the conference. Right, they have it. They can clinch a share of it with the win tonight over Fairfield or over Westview, excuse me. Um, but you know, get to get to May twenty fourth, right? Get to May twenty fourth in one piece, and that's when it really be, you know kicks in. So, yeah, should be fun though. Should be a fun final week of the regular season for both baseball and softball here coming up. 
I'm excited. Can feel so. it coming. Yeah. Can feel it coming in the air. Yeah. Can you? Tonight. Do 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 Less than a week away though, for for sure. I know sectionals begin in six days from this recording. How about that? Baseball and softball. Oh, softball starts in six days from this recording. Eight days away from baseball sectional, and we are less than about twenty four hours away. From girls tennis sectionals beginning in the area. Another transition. How about that? We're three for three, I think, on the transitions today. Um, we have we to have, start out with a congratulations, right? We do. We do. Congratulations are in order for Fairfield tennis coach Mike Filbrin. 700th career victory Monday night uh, combined between boys and girls tennis at Fairfield. He's been the boys coach for 26 years and the girls coach for 23. 390 boys wins, 310 girls wins. Uh, so that's not too shabby. It's not too shabby in the slightest. They beat Canterbury five nothing on Monday. They are twelve and zero going into the postseason. Their regular season record was twelve and zero. So congratulations to them on an undefeated regular season. You don't see those often. Um, so yeah, he was uh, he was pleasantly surprised when I told him that I had a story that I was working on. Uh, his wife uh, emailed me a couple days prior. And said, hey, Mike's getting close to 700 wins. I think it'd be really cool if you had a story about it. And I was like, yeah, maybe give me some contact info of some former players. I'd love to, like, reach out, you know, for comment on what coach meant to them and whatever. Got some contact info. Took care of uh, all the interviews via text message on Sunday. And uh, he won Monday night, so we had a story ready to go Monday night. So Shameless plug for you there. We were on top of that's That's a little behind-the-scenes look into journalism right there. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't get that often here. Um, that's how journalism works. So when I when I cold called uh, Mike Monday night, he was like uh, kind of surprised that I, you know I was calling him, and I said you know little birdie told me that you got the 700 wins. He's like that's right, and um, yeah, he was of course like every great coach thanked his players, right? Credited all the players. He's like I wrote a lot of coattails to get here, so. He said, uh, you know, that's first off, the expectation. right, right. First off, you know, just means I've been coaching for a long time. And then secondly, it means I had a lot of great players come through here. And uh, but you, it was really cool, you know, to hear the comments or read the comments from the former players, just what coach meant to them. Um, we couldn't run as much of the stories we wanted to. So I had to trim a little bit some of like their favorite stories with coach. But um, just a positive energy that. Mike always gives it games, matches, um, and the way he's able to kind of take, you know, different players with different skill sets every year and get the most out of them. You know, it's yep. pretty impressive. Um, I got that vibe from him when I met him mm-hmm. on Saturday. Yes, when they won the, the uh, NECC tournament. Yep. Not only the tournament, but they also clinched the regular season championship. So that's that's a sweep there for the Falcons. So that's yep. pretty impressive. Yeah. So they are they are twelve and zero, riding a big wave of momentum going into sectionals. Uh, they and Northridge are two undefeated outright conference champions in girls tennis. Northridge NLC champs uh, finished that up Friday. They Northridge and Fairfield both won four out of five individual championships as well at the conference meet with the only losses coming at three singles for both in championship matches. So they were close. Both teams were close to, like, sweeping everything. So it's pretty impressive runs for both of them uh, last week at the conference tournaments. So And obviously they're both favorites in their respective sectionals. So. Right. So Northridge, they are hosting their own sectional. They're ranked 16th in the state in the final state rankings to coaching coach coach 
coaches poll. Words are tough. Um, Can be. Sometimes. Uh, they play Concord in the semifinal on Wednesday, and the other semifinal there is Jimtown Elkhart. Uh, winner of those two matches play in the final Thursday night. And then in sectional 48 down at Northwood, you have the host Panthers playing Bethany Christian, and then Fairfield playing Goshen Wednesday uh, with the final Thursday as well. Um, so those are the two kind of key ones we're following. We also have two other sectionals that we are following as well. Um, one over at West Noble, sectional 46. Westview at East Noble, the two best teams in the sectional on paper, will have to play in the first round, the kind of pseudo play-in match, for lack of a better term. Five-team sectional there. Uh, so they play Wednesday, semifinal action Thursday, and then the championship matches are Saturday morning. So uh, if, if whoever wins that match between Westview and East Noble probably will win Probably would win that sectional. Yeah. West Noble, Lakeland, Central Noble were the bottom three teams in the NECC this year, along with Churubusco. So, uh, yeah. So, it's gonna line take, draw. It's going to take a lot for it not to be East Noble or Westview. Right. And East Noble is the favorite in that one, so it's going to be a task for Westview to, right. to and, get past them. Right. But and the Westview, the Westview coach, uh, Kerry Clark, admitted to me last week at the conference tournament, like, while we would like to win the conference tournament, we are preparing for East Noble right now. So, the scheduling gods decided to give them in the first round. So, it's pretty well, nice. They've been preparing for that long. Right. Then they should give them their best shot. They practiced all week to, ble- to beat East Noble. So, they get them now on Wednesday. Gonna bleed them. The ble- they're going to bleed <laughs> East Noble. Bleed them dry. Um, and then mm. sectional 52 down at... Warsaw, but it's actually at Columbia City. Uh, that's very confusing. Warsaw is the host. Columbia City actually hosts the matches, though. So go figure. Um, do they not have a tennis They complex? do have tennis courts at Warsaw, but I don't know if they have enough or they're not in good enough condition, so they just do them at Columbia City. But hmm. I don't understand why it just doesn't say Columbia City. Anyway, um, Wawasee is the only team we follow down there. That one, they play in the semifinal match Friday. They will play either Whitco or Warsaw uh, Friday. And if they win, they will play in the championship match Saturday at 9 a.m. down in Columbia City. So, uh, And then we get to regionals the following week. Northridge hosts the regional. Uh, that will feature three of the four sectionals that we cover West Noble, Northridge, Northwood sectional winners will all go there along with the Angola sectional winner. Uh, it will play out to where the Northridge sectional winner plays the Angola sectional winner. And then the West Noble sectional winner will play the Northwood sectional winner. So, um, so we have, could have a couple, couple regionals to visit. <clears throat> right. Well, we will, it would all be at Northridge. It would that's all be true. at Northridge. So that's, what's good. Um, if Wallace does advance, uh, out of their sectional, they will be playing at the Culver Military Regional. So, Culver Academy, I guess. It's a little bit of a drive. Um, it's the Culver Academy? Culver Academies. Culver Academies. Both. Who cares? What is it? All of the above. Um, <laughs> Culver Military Academy, Culver Academies, Culver. It's all the same. They have a um, good golf team, apparently. No, they're all right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, in theory, at Northridge Regional in a couple weeks, we could potentially see our undefeated teams play each other for the regional final, which would be Northridge and Fairfield. If it plays out, if chalk holds, for lack of a better term, we could see Northridge and Fairfield in the final of the regional, 
over at Northridge. So feel pretty confident about it. And that would be very cool because Austin Christner, the Northridge girls tennis coach, played for Mike Filburn at Fairfield. So it would be a little uh, mentor versus uh, protege type of deal almost. Be a uh, fun little story. It would be a fun little story. So be yeah. easy, easy, easy. Extra question to ask after the meet, you know? <laughs> right. Free. That's like that's a the free two hundred words right there. You yeah. know, free two hundred words. Uh, so, so you yeah. know what I'm gonna ask you. You, you know exactly <laughs> what I'm gonna ask you here. So just just talk about it. Right. And uh, so. Austin, you know, Austin told me on Sunday just about how you know he's he's picked up on some things, you know. In his coaching that, you know, Coach Philburn gave to him, he picked up on those things and he's been using them in his coaching. So it's kind of cool that it's, it, it could potentially come down. And they've coached against each other before. You know, Austin coached the uh, Westview girls team in 2019. So they've coached against each other in the NECC before. So this would not be the first meeting between the two, but it's still, you know, potentially a regional final match yeah. between – that would you know, be big. That'd be it's very cool. Season, yeah. Right. It'd be very cool. Um, For a chance to get a semi-state. Right. So. Right. Big deal. So, uh, should be fun. Sectionals, again, for tennis begin Wednesday. Uh, should be good stuff. So, um, let's talk a little golf. Let's talk a little golf. Who doesn't like a little golf? A little golf. Golf. Uh, I've enjoyed golf. my couple. I, I enjoyed the uh, Middlebury one I went to over McCormick. Right? No, Middle Not Meadow McCorm- Valley. Meadow McCormick's Valley. in Napanee. Uh huh. McCormick yeah. Creek. Sorry, my apologies to the Middlebury <laughs> community. Mm-hmm. Right. And Meadow the, Valley. And the Napanee community, anyway, too. I'm Meadow sure Valley offended. is Meadow a very, Valley. very nice golf course. I was very impressed. It is. And I was also very impressed with the teams. Yeah. Goshen's playing well. This might be one of the best Goshen boys golf teams uh, ever. I would agree. So yeah. they're 4 and 1 in the conference. They picked up the win over uh, Northridge and Concord when you were there by three total shots. Yep. It's impressive. It obviously shows, you know, the parity in the NLC. All the coaches always tell me, you know, whenever mm-hmm. I, I talked to them on Saturday, last Saturday with the Concord invite, and then, you know, earlier this week with, with when I went to Middlebury, the consensus was the NLC. Everyone's very even. And there's a lot of parity. Anybody can beat anybody, and it really seemed that way, especially with the, with the uh, – golf meet that I went to on, you know, earlier in the week in Middlebury. Like you said, three shots. I mean, mm-hmm. one, it was Goshen 167, Northridge 168, and Concord 170, so. Right. It's it's all really tied at the top. Goshen's now 4-1 and one in the conference to beat Mishawaka Monday. Northridge moved to 4-1 and one in the conference as well. They beat um, Plymouth and Northwood in a three-team match that was decided by, like, eight total shots. So, so there you go. It's all been really close. Warsaw still leads the conference. They are, uh, they are, uh, I believe four and overall right now in conference. Northridge goes to Stonehenge in uh, Winona Lake Wednesday to play Warsaw. So Northridge has the last kind of like the last line of defense, for lack of a better term, from preventing Warsaw from probably winning the conference at seven and zero. Warsaw beat Goshen earlier this year, uh, last week, early last week, and. Uh, over at Black Squirrel. So, Warsaw is ranked 14th in the state rankings right now. So, they're like the favorite. But, Goshen's playing well. Northridge is playing well. Like, any given day, it feels like, you know, Northridge played Warsaw earlier this year, actually, in a, in a non-conference, like, three-team meet with, uh, it was like them, Warsaw, Mishawaka, Marion or something. And Northridge was within four shots of Warsaw. So, Wednesday should be very close. Stonehenge uh, is, a, is a tricky course. It's... Uh, 
link style almost the first nine is that many trees so if they play the first nine it's a very different style of course than they're used to playing so mm-hmm. don't know how much that will favor warsaw i mean obviously they play it pretty much every day so it should favor them but you know maybe maybe northridge players maybe their achilles heel is trees and now they don't have to worry about them i don't know so well my achilles heel meadow valley is not trees. mccormick <laughs> meadow valley a lot of it's trees all it's trees so. pretty much and hills a lot of hills, a lot of trees. Yeah, it's pretty difficult. I thought it was a pretty difficult course. Mm-hmm. As I was rolling around the golf cart with uh, Northridge coach, you know, Todd King. So. Right. So, uh, yeah, should be a good week, final week here of NLC golf. Uh, all the teams jockeying for position. The conference meet is Saturday uh, at Bent Oak, which you'll be at. Yours truly. In Elkhart. And I will be going out to uh, Angola, Lake James golf course uh, for the NECC meet, Lakeland. Is closing in on our undefeated regular season in NECC matches. They have a, a three-team meet uh, tonight, Tuesday night, and then uh, they will be ready for the conference tournament. So Fairfield just wrapped up a seven and three conference regular season record. They beat Central Noble and Prairie Heights last night. Fairfield shot 195, Central Noble shot 196, Prairie Heights shot 196. So. It's pretty close. Central Noble finished second technically on fifth score tiebreaker. So, um, literally as close as it can get, pretty much, without being a three-way tie. So, it's impressive. So, Fairfield went 7-3 and three in the round robin of the NECC, which is good. That's good for them. You know, that means they're hopefully can they can finish top four or five in the conference meet. Lakeland will be the favorite going into it. Um, so, but I joked with the coach, John Roush, that, like, every time I show up, they play poorly. Every time we have covered Lakeland this year, it's been like some of their like subpar performances at these invites. The only invite yeah. we didn't cover, they were in, they won. So, yeah, the uh, Concord invite, they were middle of the pack. So. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. And then uh, last but not least, we have some track to talk about. Sectionals begin this week. Um, the girls' sectional track sectional down at Warsaw is Tuesday night tonight. Uh, Warsaw has won 13 straight girls track sectional championships. Uh, does not seem like there will be much preventing them from getting a 14th tonight. They are pretty good. You don't think uh, anybody can test them? Having seen them at the NLC, uh, I don't know how many people can actually push them. So, um, you know, you, got, you get Elkhart in there. And Elkhart's a bigger school this year. It's not Central and Memorial. It's one school. Mm-hmm. So they have more athletes, and they could push them a little bit. But I would be surprised if Warsaw does not win. Tonight. I think it's Warsaw's depth. They have a yeah. big, big team. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. pretty good. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see which individuals get through from our area. Uh, top three in each event go to regional, no matter what. And then if you hit a certain mark, a time in an event, you also qualify for the regional. Uh, the girls' regional goes to Goshen, which is great. It's right next door. Um, appreciate that. Um, the boys. <laughs> Not so much. Um, uh, boys sectional is on Thursday at Goshen, which is nice. But their regional goes to Kokomo. Not nice. Um, it's a bit too far. It's a little far. Two hours. But, hey, we got the Kokomo newspaper as part of the CNHI family of papers. So I'm sure they'll be more than healthy, more than willing to help us get results. Yeah, okay. Every time I mispronounce a word, it's like, oh, everyone's going to laugh his butt off over here. That one, that one was just... <laughs> 
That Great. One, that one was a different, yeah. <laughs> different one. Usually I just repeat it, but mm-hmm. <laughs> that one killed me. Okay, sorry, sorry for that. <laughs> More than healthy. Oh, uh, when we had a voice track sectional two years ago, Elkhart Memorial won, uh, and Elkhart Central was second. Uh, obviously, neither of those schools exist anymore. Technically, they merged into one Elkhart. The campuses exist. The but, campuses exist. Uh, yeah. They're east and west now. So, in theory, uh, Elkhart will be the favorite this year. They are pretty good this year. They uh, they should probably win the sectional. Northridge will be there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, don't sleep on Northridge. They got two really good throwers, uh, Carter Bach and Zarn Rumfelt, which I will be writing a little story about them later this week. So there's a plug um, coming out next coming out Thursday. Um, so those two guys are going to, you know, throw and hopefully go one-two and shot put and discus for them. They're going to need all the points they can get because uh, Elkhart will win a lot of the running events. So it should be an interesting sectionals this week. Uh, I'm intrigued to see what the Goshen distance runners do. Drew Hogan, Cole Johnston, Tommy Claxton, those guys. Um, you know, Hogan won two events uh, at the NLC last week. Uh, you also have Jatan Thomas from Concord. He won the 200. Obviously, you know, he gets in go into a field where Derek Woods is at from Elkhart, and Derek Woods has been on a tear winning everything this year, 100, 200, 400. So he's he's pretty good. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how our local guys kind of do, how they fare if they get out uh, to regional, which, again, is at Kokomo next week, um, which is not fun. Uh, so I would imagine we'd get at least a few to regional. You know, it's funny how... Right. It, it, by default, we have to kind of get a few to... Like, yeah. I'm pretty confident Bach and Rumfelt will both make it to regional uh, in throwing events, but it's now a matter of how many runners can we get. I'm confident Drew Hogan will get out in something. Um, he's too good, you know, not to. Same thing with Cole Johnston. So, like, they might get a, the 4 by 8 team or 4 by 4 uh, one of those events. So, and then individually, Hogan could go in the 800 or the 1600. So... We'll see. Should be interesting to see how they all do uh, this week. So, Kokomo. Kokomo. Nobody's. Are we? Are we going to go to that? No. Okay. Probably not. So. But the girls' regional probably. It's at Goshen, so I would assume we're going to that. Yes. <laughs> it's yeah. a good assumption. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, uh, I don't safe, know. It's very safe assumption to think we're going to drive the half mile <laughs> to the Goshen High School <laughs> half track. Half mile from my apartment. I don't know if I can make the trip this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I said, we, we'll have to use our friends down in Kokomo to uh, get some track, maybe some pictures, so hopefully get the results, you know. So we'll have all of our we'll have all the coverage online. I can't guarantee things will get in the paper uh, these next couple of weeks just with deadlines and and if things come in late, but I know for sure we will be getting everything online that we can. Uh, GoshenNews.com slash sports. It's going to be loaded. Follow us on Twitter at TGN underscore sports. Uh, these next two weeks, three weeks, it'll be worth it, I think. So oh. I already had, already had a crazy start to this week on Monday uh, with New West U athletic director being hired, Bill Bostain. And... Uh, Mike Filburn getting to 700 wins. Northridge softball game coverage yesterday. Tennis sectionals, prep roundup. It's a busy day for yours truly yesterday. And, and you as well. You did interviews for stories and edited all my stuff to make sure there were no comma errors. It was a great um, off day. Great in, off in day for you. Right. Great <laughs> off day working till 10 o'clock. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, should be a good week, man. I'm excited. This is where we, uh, you know, make our money, you know. The little bit that we do. Yeah, right. 
Uh, just enough. <laughs> you want to take us out as well? You want to you want to wrap it up for us too? You did a great job with the intro, so I did an average job with the intro. <laughs> hey, we gave we gave you a C. That's average, I guess. Yeah. I mean, there's some Notre Dame news that yeah was released. You want to hit you on know? that? Yeah, we can do that. You know, September fifth, Sunday. So that all eyes are going to be on Notre Dame when they go down to Tallahassee to play those uh, Florida State Seminoles. It was announced this morning that kickoff will be 7.30 p.m. on ABC. So national audience, everybody going to be watching the Irish, probably Jack Cohn, you know, probably be the quarterback. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not 100%, but we'll see how he performs. I mean, they have a lot of offensive line will be pretty much brand new. A lot of new pieces on the offense is the biggest question mark. We'll see, you know. Mm-hmm. But Florida State, as we know, hasn't been very good either the last few years. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's a game you would think they would win, but you, mm-hmm. I guess you never know at the same time. So I'm I'm pretty confident that Notre Dame will be ranked uh, going into that game. Do you think Florida State will be ranked? No. No way. Just for like, just put them 25th There's no know, way. for the audience's sake. I highly doubt it. Notre, I, I, where do you think Notre Dame will be ranked preseason? I'm going to go 11. Yeah, probably low teens, like 12, 13, 14. Pick a number. 13. Okay, I'll take 11. If they're 12, then we no one knows the other anything, but if whoever's closest, you can go over two. If they're like eighth, I'm closer. But if they're like 16th, you're closer. So. <sighs> Sound good? Yeah. Okay. Sounds great. Cool. Take us out. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much for listening to uh, this edition of the Goshen News Sports Podcast. This has been sports reporter Evan Leepak. As always, joined by uh, sports editor Austin Huff. So, uh, yep. Thank you so much for listening. It's been a great, another great episode, I think, Austin. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I, yeah, I would say it was There's a been solid. a couple slip-ups, you know? Yeah, you know. The uh, McCormick, uh, McCormick Meadow, Va- Meadow yeah. Valley uh-huh. thing yeah. is kind of embarrassing. But, hey, you know what happens. Can't, you didn't mispronounce any words. Can't bat uh, a thousand right. every podcast. So. Right. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much. We'll have a lot more coverage to talk about next week. So uh, tune in then.